Are you sick of me yet? <laughs> Are you sick of me? We've seen each other so much the past three days, but I love it. It's been such a treat. It has. We've done so many things, so many different things. Yes, it's been an eventful weekend. Friday night, I had a cute little party hosted by a friend of the pod, Ellen White, who will be mentioned in every episode. I sh- it just, she has to be. <laughs> She's our running little Easter egg. And yesterday, saw a show, and today went to the mm-hmm. Titanic experience. Truly leaned into the culture this weekend. I got the Titanic exhibit tickets for Christmas from mm-hmm. my mother, and... She was like, I got you too, so bring whoever you want. And like with most things, I like to con Issa into doing things with me, so. Hey, I love a free ticket. I will never say no. Sure. People don't know how to walk through a museum. It's it's true, but I will say, and I don't mean to throw shade, the flow at times just did not make any sense. Yeah, they needed some better feng shui in there because... (laughs) exactly it, it was, was off it was, yeah because yeah, it was like you'd go to like number 22 and then you would expect 23 to be next door and it's not no. it's like around the corner down the block <laughs> on another ship the mauritania <laughs> exactly but i mean hey i love a little bit of chaos so i will yes maybe give people some grace there but like people just stop in the middle and just look around oh i know yeah a lot of people are just not aware of the space that they are occupying when other people are around you know where else that's an issue where i went right after the titanic experience trader joe's yes grocery stores people have no sense of their space oh my god why are you standing with your cart in the middle of the aisle why are you looking at the spice rack in the middle of the aisle when i can't get like it isa i'm gonna start on a tangent I'm like, ma'am, you are literally holding up quite literally the entire store. You are creating a traffic jam. <laughs> it's a Sunday afternoon. We are in Manhattan in a Trader Joe's. There's a billion people in here. Already. Tempers are high. Patience is thin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I make such a more conscious effort to like stay out of people's way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's good. I feel like maybe it's because you're tall. That I feel like when it. you grow up tall, you're aware at a young age of like how much room you're taking up. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm tall. No, yeah, you're tall. I'm not like super tall, but like as a kid, I was always tall in my class. And yeah, I feel like there is something, there's a connection there. Something to it. Like psychologically. We'll look into that. We'll look into that. Yeah. Because I also feel like a lot of, okay, now we're just like really getting off topic, but like, (laughs) I feel like a lot of tall people kind of try to like make their body smaller by like hunching over. I mean, part Mm. of that might be necessary. Like, for example, my friend Andrew, he's almost six, seven. So the world's not built for him. Sure. So he does have to hunch over. But I also feel like there are a lot of tall people who kind of, you know, go inward and position themselves in that way because they are aware of how much space they take up completely it's an interesting idea and i haven't really given it much thought as to why but i Mm. feel like it's just something that i personally am aware of the space that i'm taking up (laughs) my volume sure (laughs) (laughs) both physically and you know (laughs) spiritually oh yes my emotional volume let's not even Do people call you out for your height a lot? Like, do you get a lot of comments on it? Yeah, I do. It's just not something that, like, I 
can understand because I'm obviously right. my own being. I don't like yeah. see myself. I don't realize how tall I am. Mm-hmm. I know height is a height is a weird thing. I know that you're tall, but I don't think about. It. I don't know. Yeah, it's maybe funny. it's because we spend a lot of time together. <laughs> that could be it. Yeah, I don't see height, Michael. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, but heightism. Heightism, yeah, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get called out for being tall now, but like as a kid, I feel like people were always commenting on how tall I was and it was just like all right get over it (laughs) yeah god forbid there's a tall woman in the world okay (laughs) god I mean what what are we gonna do it's crazy yeah I mean I don't mind getting called out on it I would always hate though growing up the do you play basketball I mean I did did you yeah I played rec through like eighth grade was I good no it's okay you're Danny Zuko, babe. <laughs> Period. It doesn't matter. Period. But anyway. It's a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of shows closed today. I know. It's kind of crazy. I think there were four, right? Yes. It was yeah. in the woods. Mm-hmm. Almost famous. Yes. 1776. Yep. And Fatal Juice. Juice. Oh. <laughs> we've seen all of those except for almost famous i didn't see it did you see it i did not see almost famous okay i've actually actually never seen the movie either i don't think i have either yeah oh and you love kate hudson i know i do some fan you are just kidding i wore out her americano dance again mashup from glee like nobody's business (laughs) okay I forgot she was on Glee. Everybody who is anybody was on Glee. It's it's so true. She was the girl. She was the girl back mm-hmm. in the day. Glee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never seen the movie. Did not see the show. So I have nothing to say. Next. <laughs> <laughs> but the others, as we discussed last week, Into the Woods was my favorite show of the year. Yes. Would have really loved to see it again so i am a bit bummed i i mean i i agree yes it would have been nice to see it (laughs) i'm just so flustered about it i i think it would have been nice to see it again at the saint james honestly you could have gone any week and seen a different cast (laughs) because seriously that revolving revolving door door. oh my god (laughs) word i told you daisy and violet right here side show But yeah, no, truly could have seen so many combinations of people. It's crazy because every week there was a new announcement about someone joining the cast. But I will say, I feel like everyone who was in that show seemed so well cast. Like would have really loved to see everyone in it. Oh my God. I, the poor people who are like managing all of these schedules, I, I know I would have been, no, that's, that's too much. And yeah. I'm type A. <laughs> yeah. I was looking into tickets at one point to see mm-hmm. it again. And this was when Patina was still in it. And the long list of disclaimers when you're buying tickets, because it was so chaotic. It was like, so-and-so is only playing, you know, these nights of the weekend, not on weekends. And this person is out from this date to this date. And then they're coming back. And this person is out for, you know, every Saturday, whatever. It was like, I literally had to make a spreadsheet, basically. <laughs> 
<laughs> like showing which days people were in, but I didn't end up going. I would have really liked to see Stephanie J. Block as the baker's wife. Yeah, she is great. There's the clip going around of her justify the beans, and it's so good. <laughs> it got like so big on TikTok, that clip. And I think it would have been cute to see her and her husband doing it together. Yeah, that is sweet. Brian Darcy James was it, was the baker at one point. He's also great. Oh, I really like him. Yes. Yeah, so that closed today, which was a bummer. Mm-hmm. I would have really loved to see that again. Beetlejuice we saw pre-COVID. We did. It was that one Tony season where we saw all the musicals that were nominated for Best Musical. I think we did, yeah. And honestly, I really liked Beetlejuice. I thought it was such a fun show. I think I grew to like it afterwards. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was, it was. you're right. It was fun to watch. The costumes and the set were really cool. There were some parts during it where I was just kind of like, mm, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. again, I've said this to you, like, it's just so hard to mount a production, whether it's a musical or a play or whatever, that's based off of movie. Because like, as great as Leslie Kreitzer, Oh, I think she that's how you was see. so so good. great, so funny, a great actress. But like, how do you compare to Catherine O'Hara in that role? Oh, like, ah, yeah, so yeah. Good. I mean, my thing is that like I've seen Beetlejuice, but I have no big tie to it. I have no like nostalgia factor right. for it or anything. I wasn't even really thinking about the movie when I saw mm-hmm. it. But I feel like I probably would have had a different experience if that totally. was like, my favorite movie. Like if I was really into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was a really fun show. I thought it was really, um, the sets were really cool. Um, and honestly, like good music. Yeah. Oh, I listened yeah. to, I listened to some of the songs relatively often. Dead Mom. Yeah. About. Yeah. Also saw a celebrity that day in the audience, Miss Tina Fey. We did not get to interact with her, unfortunately, right? Yeah, no. No, I would never. I would never. <laughs> I would never. No. But yeah, we're, for us. we're like standing there, right? And like... Uh-huh. Issa, because Issa, like, is one of, like, the best when it comes to, you're, like, truly, you are. When it comes to looking for celebs and recognizing them, you always can spot them. I'm oblivious. Mm. I don't know who anybody is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I will say, I do think I'm pretty good, but Sophia, my roommate, is insanely good at spotting mm. celebrities. It is crazy. But anyway, yeah, I actually first recognized her husband. See, like, and what about and no I idea? said that to you. I was like, I think that's Tina Fey's husband. And then this woman next to us just overheard and was like, "Yes, it is her husband." And she's sitting in like the fifth row. There she is. She's wearing a polka dot sweater. And then there she was. And there she was. Yeah, they were probably with their kids too, but I didn't see them. Yeah, that was cool. Hmm. Yeah. So Beetlejuice that was out for a while, I guess. Yes, and of course, very interesting and very timely that. We'll be talking about the Music Man because mm-hmm. remember that drama with the theaters. Yes, because Beetlejuice was at the, yep at the Winter Garden and they got kicked out mm-hmm. to make room for the Music Man, and then they ended up managing. They were able to transfer to the Marquee, and then they kept yep. running. So I'm glad that they were able to do that. That show also has like kind of a cult following. I think it does, yeah. People I can love... see it. I also feel like the it's like a cult movie too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so absolutely. Yeah, and then the other one, 
what was the last show that closed? 1776. Yes. Yes, right. Which, stay tuned. Next episode. Stay tuned indeed. Yes. Um, But yes, lots of things mm -hmm. closing today. Lots of musicals closing today, I should say. And I think a couple things have also announced that they're pushing up their closing dates. Yeah. Audrey's show. Ohio Ohio State State Murder. Yeah. Yeah, that that pushed up. Yeah, actually, I don't know if it pushed it up or if it just announced that it's closing. I'm actually not sure. But I feel like closing. the headline said closing early. Yeah, that's a bummer. I'll say it once. I'll say it again. While I do hate to see these shows close, it makes me a little happy because it means there's an open house for Limpica. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yep. Yep. I am nothing if not consistent, Isa. <laughs> I think it'll happen. I do think it'll happen. It better. Yeah. I think so. I have faith. I'm envisioning... It's just a matter of time. Like a 2024 to 25 season. Mm-hmm. Do you and think I, Eden will still be in it? I hope so. I don't want yeah. them to like get her through all these workshops, go all the way up to Broadway, and then put somebody else in it. Because what? They yeah. want like a bigger name? She's big enough... Number one in my heart. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I do think it will happen. I just think it's a matter of when. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see. But I'll go see it with you. Oh, I'm going every week. <laughs> <laughs> Is it actually your favorite show? Would you no. Say? Oh, okay. <laughs> I just like, I mean, I liked it because I went and saw yeah. it the summer of 2018. I drove up to, uh, oh my Isn't gosh. It like the Berkshires or something? Yes, it. I drove up to Williamstown. Well, actually, I drove up to Albany, and I stayed the night in Albany. Wow. Oh yeah, it was an overnight trip. Jesus. That I had tickets to the Sunday matinee because it's like the world premiere. The show is so raw, and like, so, there's so much that still needs to be worked out. Yeah. And of like course. at Williamstown, it's like the low, like budgets are small, so you know they're working with minimal sets, but. I mean, the show was long, too. Like, they definitely, I think, were probably going to make cuts to the book after. But three Alphabas, three women who played Alphaba were in the show. Isn't it besides Eden? Well, so at the Williamstown premiere, I don't think the two others are still involved. But obviously Eden, playing the role Mm. of Tamara DeLimpica. Carmen Cusack, who Mm, did Alphaba, was in Bright Star... She played the, like, sex worker love interest of Eden. Love. And then Rachel Tucker. Right. Her alphabet growl. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> she played, like, a supporting character role. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah. that is kind of amazing. Three alphabets. Right? Yeah. Um, also, I just think it'll be so cool to have, if it does go to Broadway, have the experience of seeing it first in like a workshop setting. Yes. And then, you know, see how it changes, how it evolves. Like, that'll be very cool. And I feel like it's going to be a cool show because it's Rachel Chafkin who did Great Comet, Hades Town. So, like, yes. I'm sure it'll be different. So, but yes. Things are closing. Cross your fingers for Lempika because I'm ready. I was bone ready. <laughs> Woman is. Yeah, I still gotta listen to that. 
the songs that are streaming. <sighs> You're killing me. But yes, that would be great. But I think it's the perfect transition to our fun little adventure that we had to go see the Music Man. Oh, yes. So Michael and I woke up bright and early because, you know, those Music Man tickets at normal price are insane. So <laughs> you, you we got up bright and early. Across the country okay. for less money. Oh, you could fly to Europe for less money, probably. Like Also correct. Insane. Yeah. So we're like, mm, okay, we need to figure out another way to see the show. We woke up very early and we tried to do the rush. We stood in line from like 8 to 10-ish. And there was a very long line of people. We yep. get up very close to the box office and mm-hmm. the rush shells out when there's like literally two people left in front of yep. us in line. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, not doing Great. the rush. So we decided <laughs> to do standing room, which let's just say still $76 to stand. Yeah. <laughs> I paid $76 to stand and lean in the back of the Winter Garden Theater. It's absurd. Like normally standing room is literally like $25. Like, come on. <laughs> it should be because you're standing. <laughs> you don't have a seat it's absurd so whatever but we're like you know we've been waiting in line we want to see it it's closing mm-hmm. soon so let's do standing yeah. room and honestly like standing room it's it's in my opinion it's really not that bad but i'm just like yeah but if you are standing you should be paying the least amount of money but anyway truly i digress Less than a rush ticket for sure yeah i'm like with a rush you get a seat right i may be like their way of rationalizing it is like because we're standing in the back of the orchestra, we do have a pretty decent view. Whereas you could get a box rush seat that like has a partial side view type of scenario. I don't know. That's just maybe my way, but it should definitely then be equal. To me, having a seat with a side view is equal to standing. Michael, let's get let's get your thoughts. Overall, what did you think of the show? Okay, yes. I have never seen the movie. Mm-hmm. which seems to be a running theme here. <laughs> However, I saw half of a production once <laughs> because Maple Place, my middle school, every year when they did the spring show, they would invite the elementary school kids over for them to watch half of it as like one of their final dress rehearsals. And I'm pretty sure if memory serves me correct, one year was the music man. <laughs> so it probably I mean, that was years ago. Not at all. <laughs> Nope. Probably like Hello Dolly or something. Who knows? So I was going into this a little little blind and with no real expectations other than I'm here for Sutton Foster. Hugh Jackman is an added bonus. What about you? So I technically had seen the movie, but not since I was very young. So I hardly remember any of Mm -hmm. it. I remember like the Gary Indiana song and a little bit of like 76 trombones, but really don't have a big tie to the movie, even though my mother does love it. I think it's like maybe her favorite movie. So I was also going in with like not a huge knowledge of the show. I've also never seen any other production of it. I thought overall, I was expecting to be wowed more. What I was hoping for was like a Hello Dolly situation where it's an old classic musical that's like larger than life incredible music just like so perfectly done and doesn't feel like 
super old or tired, you know? I don't know if like tap dancing is really like from that time period, but I feel like it would have lent itself well to like that type of music and that type of show. And I feel like they could have really had like some great choreography, which I feel like was lacking. Interesting. And do you think it's because of the story or do you think it's because of like just how this production turned out? I think that maybe a little combination of both. The story I don't find Mm -hmm. like super interesting, but like I think a lot of old musicals don't always have the best plot or most interesting story. It's really more about the theatricality Mm -hmm. of it all, like the choreography, the songs, the big 11 o'clock number, you know, things Mm -hmm. like that. And I just felt like this was lacking, you know? Can I read the notes that I wrote down? Sure. I have, yeah, I've got some too. Okay, here, here's my overall. This is what I wrote down after, immediately following the show. I wrote down, library scene. It's giving Matilda. Oh. Love the Broadway magic. Need more of this. So in this scene, basically, they, they were all throwing books around as part of the choreography. And I was like, this right. is fun. This is what I want to see. The suspense, the, oh my God, are they going to drop a book? They're catching all of them. That's what I wanted. More of the Broadway magic. I Then I wrote, the children are delivering. Gotta say, they were good. All right. I have a similar (laughs) note for that. My note says, I hate kids on stage, but they're talented. Yeah, they were good. The kids were good. These kids were really good. The choreo that they were busting out, I was like, damn. It was kind of amazing. Then I wrote, boring role for Sutton. Because she truly is such Mm. a triple threat. So good. And I just felt like this role didn't really show off her talent. Not that I think she was bad. I just think it wasn't a great role for her. You know, Mm -hmm. to show like her range. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she's also an incredible dancer. I felt like she like barely danced till the end. Yeah. Then I wrote, (laughs) I wrote, Shapoopy, come again? Question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) Forgot about that song. I was like, what the heck is going on here? And then I said, the ending felt so rushed. All of a sudden I was like, oh, it's done. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck? It felt really rushed at the end. Yeah. And then I said, Hugh's hot, but it's simply not enough. Uh, valid. I feel like my notes are mm-hmm. similar. So I have the note about the children. Yes. I hate kids on stage, <laughs> which is funny. little bit of inside baseball so when i was in a production of gypsy i had a little speaking role and i played a man named mr weber and it's the scene in gypsy where rose meets herbie and rose is basically pleading for me to let june and louise be a part of the show and my character basically yells at her and says if there's anything i hate more than kids it's kids on stage oh that's funny but anyway I felt like the show was absurd. And I wonder if that's intentional. I think it has to be. Like to your point about like Shapoopy. The names that all the characters had and the costumes that they were wearing. It was like all this absurdity, all this ridiculousness, all this small town, small minded, Mm. you know, drama. You needed somebody like the music man to come in 
and like shake you guys up. I think he came in and he, you know, brought change basically to this small, yeah. simple minded town and kind of shook things up. And mm-hmm. he was like this yeah, kind of kooky figure. You know what I mean? And that was like his role. Sure. Yeah. yeah. When he's first introduced, though, so the opening scene is a bunch of traveling salesmen. They're sitting on a train. I hated that stage direction. I'm sorry. Mm. All of them, like, shaking, bouncing up and down, leaning, going back and uh-huh. forth. I hated it. It was so jarring and, like, annoying to watch. <laughs> really? But, like, I get it. I feel it. like that's what always yeah, I happens. Like, it, but, like, like, if there's, I get like, a it. scene on, like, the subway or something like that, they're always kind of, like, bouncing. I hate it. I hate it. I don't bounce when I sit on the Acela. I know, so. but it's, you know, everything's exaggerated <laughs> on the stage. Yes, yes, I know, I know. And I'm like, I'm looking, there's maybe like 10 or 11 businessmen all sitting in the train coach. Immediately, clock to Jackman, because he's the only one sitting oh, there. so funny. With the newspaper up to his face, not partaking in the conversation. Okay, that's hilarious, because... When he finally stood up and revealed himself, I was like, I, I think I turned to you and I said, was he on stage the whole time? <laughs> I, had, I was like, yeah. I had no idea. I was so distracted by the bouncing. Exactly. And that's why, that's why I they, think maybe it that's was. That's why a, they did it, I'm sure. Yeah, it was it. a little trick yeah. for your eye. Yeah. I mean, here's my thing with you. He has such a distinct voice. Jean Valjean. Well, and that's what I'm going to say. Like, I'm sitting there listening to him sing, and I'm like, is Two, he about four, to, like, six, right. like, where's the bread you stole? Like, what is going on here? Like, it just, it was so hard for me at times to take him out of that. I agree. Because his voice is so distinct. Yeah, I agree. There were several times that I was thinking about him and Lewis. But it's interesting, though, because I didn't feel that way about Sutton. I wasn't sitting there and I wasn't like, oh, Reno Sweeney. Oh, Princess yeah. Fiona. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, Sutton is well-known and she's been in so many things. But Hugh Jackman is, like, he's been in more movies and stuff. So I think he's just more familiar that that's probably why you were, like, you know, right. thinking about him. And, I mean, no one can forget. I want to say it was the Oscars. I can't him remember. Him with Beyonce? Yes. Oh. <laughs> One of the greatest. Isn't Anne Hathaway in that too? Or was that something else? No, I think she is. I Maybe? Was it for the 2012 Oscars or when Les Mis was out? Because I want to say, like, doesn't Amanda Seyfried also... Isn't she also a part of it? Yes. I think... Yeah, I think it's all the same number. Like, I want to say he, like, pulls... And Hathaway like out of the audience or something and then doesn't Beyonce come in and she's like in a red glittery get up with like yes. a top hat and she sings they sing like Lady Marmalade it was in 2009 they joined you on stage to perform a medley of movie musical hits including Mamma Mia The Sound of Music and Hairspray Amanda Seyfried was oh. in it I do definitely remember her yes. I don't know about Anne Hathaway though maybe Anne Hathaway maybe he did something else with Anne Hathaway I think you're right. I think they did something for Les Mis. Oh, no. They did an opening number at the same Oscars. Did they host that year? Oh, guys. We are falling down a learn-as-you-read rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think he did host. Yes. And she did the opening. She, like, helped him with the opening, I think. Yes. So that's what I'm thinking of. So it wasn't... It was the same... Ceremony. Ceremony, but... 
not the same number. Yes, but his thing with Beyonce, incredible. Absolutely. Also, speaking of Hugh Jackman, this is just a side note, but when I went to the, okay, humble brag, when I went to the Tony Awards, he was the Okay, Isa, we got it. You're cool. He was the host. And he made his entrance by, like, hopping on stage. It was very odd. It was very odd, Hugh. Like, there was this whole, yeah, there was, like, this whole video of him starting backstage and, like, hopping his way. He may have even gone outside on the street at one point, and then he, like, hopped in on stage. It was very strange. So maybe he's a bit of a weirdo. I don't know. But he seems like a nice man. People love him. <laughs> they do love him. And I mean, he's so nice to look at. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's very yes. charming. And he can, like, he can sing. Does he have my favorite voice? No. But I think he can right. sing. I agree. But to me, it wasn't enough. I still found myself pretty bored. I Yeah, there were definitely some times where I was just like, what's going on? Yeah, I just feel like it could have, they could have done so much more with it. It needed more, you know, flashy, big, kind of over the top. It just felt subdued in a way. I don't know. I was like, mm, it could have yeah. been so much grander. Yeah. Music Man takes place in 1912. I don't really know if tap dancing was a thing back then, but regardless, I feel like just that style mm-hmm. of music, tap dancing lends itself right. to that. And they totally could have included the big tap number. They tap dance like a little bit at the very end, basically is like part of their vows, yeah. it felt like. And I was like, you have Sutton Foster on this stage. She's an incredible tap dancer. Throw a tap number in there. Yeah. You know? But I mean, again, that might just be the show, though. It might not make sense to have a tap number yeah. in the show. Even if it's not maybe in like the original movie, I just feel like this type of old school, big, brassy musical tap lends itself to that very well. And I feel like they could have included that to like pick up the energy mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, it just felt too meh. I feel like they needed like a showstopper, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, because yeah. even 76 trombones was a little flat. Yeah, it just felt flat. And I mean, it's true. Like, if you have Sutton Foster on stage, you gotta let her do what you know she can do. Yeah, she's Such incredible. Such a triple threat. And like... She's she, Reno Sweeney. She is. She is the Mo. I will say, though, and like, yeah. love Sutton Foster to death. She is... An absolute queen. I felt like there were also times where this role like wasn't also situated well for her vocal ability. Yeah, I really just don't think it was a good fit for her. Not that I think she was mm-hmm. bad. No. I don't think she was bad. But I just don't think it was a good role for her. Like, I don't think she was yeah. well cast. Which seems crazy to say because she is so beyond talented. Right. But I think they also probably like knew they needed like a big Broadway name to make it like this big grand show, you know? Right. And I mean, I th- when you think about it, Mary and the Librarian, she's supposed to be young. Like, I, there's really mm-hmm. not that many like big Broadway names out there that are like even within the same, you know, quote unquote, like age range that Marion should be. In my opinion... I think Sutton just made the cut 
like it worked and I believed it, but there's nobody else really around that age that is as big a name, I think, that to your point is what they would have needed to, you know, hang up there with you. Yeah, I mean, Sutton is so established. She's been performing on Broadway for at least 20 years. Thoroughly Modern Millie was like early 2000s. And, you know, she's won. Does she have two Tonys? I want to say she does. She definitely definitely won for Anything Goes. Yes. And I think she also won for Millie. Millie. Yeah. And she's been in so many other things, too. So she's, you know. She's very established. And I think that, yeah, they, I mean, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like she was only cast because she has a big name. I think she's incredibly talented. She's one of my favorite performers. She's great. But I do think that it was just a weird role for her. Yeah. I just, I've seen her in other roles where it's so much more well-suited to her because she is so talented. And this, I just felt like it's not really showing off her abilities. What else have you seen you know? her in? Well, I saw her in Anything Goes. I'm so mad I did not see that. She was incredible. I'm she, I'm sure. She she was incredible. I mean, yeah, I think that's the only thing I've seen her in. I didn't see Violet. She was in that a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Didn't see Thoroughly Modern Millie. Didn't see Shrek. I saw Shrek. Oh, I did see Drowsy Chaperone, but she wasn't in it anymore. I'm sure oh. that I'm sure she was fantastic in. Oh, I um, absolutely, absolutely agree. Her performance of Show Off from Drowsy Chaperone, unreal. One of the best Tony performances, in my opinion. So yeah, I just felt like, you know, she's capable of doing so much more. And I just felt like this role was kind of, mm, didn't, yeah. she didn't get to show it off. Totally. It also was a very long show. A long show to be standing for. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, and this is not just a music man at all, but any play, any any movie, because so many movies these days are so long, things should be two hours. <sighs> Beyond that, trim it down. Yeah. Okay? Maybe, maybe 2.15, maybe. I feel like these days, so many movies are like close to three hours long. Yeah. We got to... Wrap it up. Learn how to edit it down. <laughs> well, I, at least we saw it. And I've been wanting to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like I said, love Sutton Foster. So I obviously want to see anything she's in. Oh, always. Even though, obviously, I think we feel like it was a pretty meh show. It's like one of the greats. So, like, have yeah. to see it. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I agree. Wait, I was going to ask you a question. Oh. Since you were talking about standing, mm-hmm. as a tall human, oh sure, I know in a lot of theaters that you have like no leg room. Mm-hmm. Did you prefer standing? No, uh- <laughs> I'd always rather sit. Why sit? Why stand when you can? Because I feel like there's so many shows when you're like, I can barely fit in this seat. I'd rather be cramped than have to stand. <laughs> okay. Nah. Uh uh. Don't get it twisted, sister. <laughs> Nope. Standing for two hours and 45 minutes is never on my list of things to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty long. I'm glad we saw it. It yeah. was a fun day. It was. It was a fun day. And in between rushing and going to the show, we went to brunch and we had the largest servings of our lives. My 
god it was shocking the food was good though <laughs> okay it was good but like it i was, was heavy. kind of nauseous it was heavy <laughs> yeah maison yeah. pickle right yeah i think yeah Anybody who wants to go, I feel like the vibe is go very, very hungry and just get your main dish. Your meal, don't get a yeah. appetizer I mean, or a side or anything. The yeah. bread was really good. I'm still it dreaming was, about was it. But yeah. I think like that might have done us in a little bit. That's true. We should, yeah, shouldn't have gotten that. But it was really good. Oh my God, the woman next to us ordered, I think it was French toast. Yeah. When it was delivered to her table, like I audibly gas oh <laughs> like, it, was it was ginormous <clears throat> insane yeah also isa we need to stop rushing shows in the frigid cold i know i know i really thought like going into it i was like who's gonna be there it's right. so cold who else is gonna do this besides us you know there were a lot of people there we were like 40 something people in line and it was very cold. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense because, like, so many people come to New York. For the holidays. You know, yeah. around Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or, like. But, yeah. They're, the, they're like us and they're off that week so they have the time. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. But I think maybe moving forward, spring and fall. Yes. Gorgeous. Because I'm also not going to be standing out on the sidewalk mm-hmm. when it's 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing no. I hate more than standing in the cold, it's standing and sweating. Yeah, exactly. So, so, no thanks. Fall and spring, that's my vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> Alrighty. Well. Anything else to add? I don't think so. Just Same. a fun trip to the Winter Garden. All right, well. That's all we have for you tonight. Yes. I mean, if you want to go see The Music Man, obviously go see it. Um. You only have, I think, a week left. Oh. By the time this episode comes out, even less. Better get moving then, sisters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure um, we really inspired people to go see it. Go see it, yeah. I'm sure everyone's dying now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it was great chatting with you. Getting Always. to, you know, hang out some more, of course, and Lucky debrief. Me debrief on our show the first one i know the first official show review a podcast first yes and next week we'll be reviewing two new shows yes we will actually i shouldn't say next week because this is a bi-weekly podcast next Next episode yep (laughs) yeah we'll be reviewing two new shows can't wait get excited All right. Bye. I'll talk to you later, East. Bye. Bye, everyone. And don't forget to sit in Pada. Oh, yeah. I I need to say that. I know. Need to work it in somehow. I know. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.